Hello, welcome to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, the podcast with funding from the National Lottery and the government. I'm Claire from Positive Life Workshops. I am a guide and a healer. I help people who have struggled with anxiety and depression who want to start living that more positive life. Welcome everybody to the Stay Connected sessions. So this is the podcast is called Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. They're all run around a book that I've created called the Mood Boosters Workbook. Now this is available on Amazon and I have got some here in stock. I'll share the links. It all goes into the podcast information. But these podcasts literally go through what the book is. So I'll share the link to the podcast as well so that you can go back and kind of have a listen and catch up. And the next lot of sessions are on Saturdays from 7 till 8. And that's called The Ladies' Lounge, which I'll also share the link for. So over the last few sessions, we've gone through the Mood Booster Workbook. And I've just kind of spoken about different things that we can use to help boost our moods, basically. So these are things that we all kind of, we all know that we need to be doing. So I say this every week, we all know that these things help us, but sometimes we just need a little bit of a reminder from someone like me who does this constantly, like as a, like, this is what I do. I just kind of keep myself and my mood boosted and work with law of attraction and meditation and kind of, and being able to kind of enjoy myself and be happy. So these are all the things that have kind of got me from the point where I was feeling so, well, basically, I've been suicidal to the point where I've been admitted to the hospital. And I've been that low that no matter what happens, nothing, nothing in my life was ever going to get any better. And now I am living my best life and absolutely loving life and I'm happy. And this lockdown, a lot of people have really struggled and I've allowed it to let me thrive. And it's about teaching you the different things that I've done in my life to get me to this point so that all these things, all these outside influences that are going on don't actually affect my mental health and my well-being. So the first one that the first session that we did is was about listening to a song that makes you feel happy. Now, that's something that we all know boosts our mood. So if you're feeling down and rubbish, Get on your playlist, get your, get your CDs out, get on YouTube, type in a song that you know will make you happy, put it on, have a dance around to it, move around to it, or just listen to it in your headphones and, and let the words go around and let it boost your mood. Use it as a tool to boost your mood. And then we've got inspirational quotes. We all know there's thousands and thousands of inspirational quotes. But have you ever thought about actually just Googling some quick inspirational quotes if you're not feeling very good? Because some of them are, are really kind of make you think and encourage you to, to boost your own mood. And then we've got reading books, getting some fresh air, staying hydrated. So drinking plenty of water is something we all know is good for us, but it's sometimes something that we don't do. So it's just a reminder to drink more water and just pay attention to what our bodies are telling us. The next one is talking to a friend. So talking to a friend, be careful what you're saying. So if you're not in a good place, don't ask how they are. Just ask things like, what have you had for your tea? Yeah, stay connected with people. And don't think that people are kind of, don't, don't sit there and think, 
oh, they're not, they've not messaged me that like, oh, I, I don't know if I should, you know what? Just stay connected with people. Just give them that message. What are you having for your tea today? Have you done Have you done anything good? Have you got anything planned for the week? And it's just about asking the right kind of questions so that you're still protecting yourself as well. And then the next session that we did was talking about doing some writing. So writing and journaling. And I talked about um, a spew journal, which is something that I kind of, it's from Amy from the Silver Daisies. And she says to write a spew journal. So if we're stressed out or angry and getting all worked up, get your pen out and a piece of paper and just get it right down onto the paper. Just get it out to yourself. Now, a spew journal is called a spew journal for a reason. Because you, if you was actually physically sick, you wouldn't go and look over it and just and, and, and go back over it and see what was in there and keep prodding it and poking it. You'd, you'd get rid of it and like once it's out, it's gone. And that's what the spew journal's about. It's about just kind of releasing any anger or annoyance. So if the... If you ever have some left the teaspoon on the side for the 50,000th time this month and it's really irritating you, write it in your spew journal. It's done it again. Can't believe it's so annoying because if you kind of say that out loud, it's going to cause a massive argument and you know what, it's on your spoon on the side. And yeah, it's annoyed you, so get it out there, write it down. But once it's out, it's gone, it's done. Because you've, you've more than likely washed it, tidied it and put it away before you've kind of got to the next point. So the next one was meditation. So I do meditation every single night. Now, meditation is something that I have had to teach myself to do. So I started meditation. I didn't know that I'd actually started to learn how to meditate. I was about 12 and I was struggling sleeping. And I had all these thoughts racing around my head and I just, I was like, how can I stop these thoughts from going around my head? Because that's what's stopping me from sleeping. So I tried to make myself concentrate on nothing. Which was really, really difficult. You can't concentrate on nothing. It's impossible. Because I could still hear myself breathing. And then I thought, I'm breathing, I'm concentrating. I'm, so, and, and then I thought, oh, right. So then I started listening to my breathing and actually focusing on breathing in and breathing out and it was as simple as that and that's when I started so I kind of used that as a tool right into my adulthood before I even knew about meditation and it was that beginning and that that I practiced over and over again it was like we're learning how to walk that was my crawling I'd, I'd crawled for a long long time before I actually stood up and started walking with a meditation and it's like learning to read you need to learn the letters before you actually kind of go into the meditation to allow it to actually help you. So it's about just taking a few minutes out. Even the YouTube is an absolute wonder. And there's um, there's somebody called the, the Honest Guys. And on YouTube, they've got an amazing, they've got hundreds of different ones. So depending on how you're feeling is what I would advise you to go and click, type into YouTube. So type in the Honest Guys. And if you're feeling ang an anxious and you're feeling a lot of anxiety, Type in the honest guys, anxiety meditation. So you're using it like you would with some medicine. So if you're feeling stressed out, I mean, there's not just the honest guys, there's thousands of different meditations on YouTube. Just type in meditation for stress and find one that you like. 
you will find that some that you listen to halfway through, you'll have to turn it off because the noise is annoying. It's about finding what suits you and what fits with you and kind of what what works for you. It's like we don't all like reading the same types of books. One book's not going to entertain one person where another book will be, that same book will actually blow another person's mind and it'll be the best book they've ever read. So it's about finding what works for you. So this week is actually about getting creative. So getting creative, sometimes it kind of makes us go... <gasps> So if we're not a creative person, if we're not arty and crafty and we're not used to doing painting and drawing and things like that, and someone says to you, you need to get more creative and that brings some sort of panic to you. It's like, right, OK, getting creative is not about drawing and like art and pictures necessarily. It can be. That's how I get creative. So my creativity, I, I love to do anything to do with arts and crafts anything so even knitting knitting is creative crochet is creative but then you've got all the other things in the creative world so when I first started doing my podcast and doing these sessions I never ever would have considered the podcasting being something creative but it is I'm using my voice as a tool so that is something creative. Our voices are something that is creative. So the words that we say are, are a way of allowing ourselves to express ourselves in, in a creative way. And then you've got, you've got thousands of things. Cooking. So cooking is another way of being creative. So if you enjoy baking, fantastic. Do more of it. You might get a little bit uh, chunkier because you're eating all your own cakes. But if you enjoy baking, I'm sure there's lots of people who we know that enjoy eating cakes who we can share them with. And that then makes us feel great because we're sharing our creativity with other people. And it's not just baking, it's cooking. So if we're cooking the same things over and over again, and that's our creative outlet is actually cooking a meal. That's the only creative thing that we're kind of allowing ourselves to do in our life. And that's the same things over and over again. And it becomes a mundane routine. Why not be a bit creative about it? Change it up. Pinterest your friends on this one. You can get thousands of recipes from Pinterest. Have a look what's in your cupboard. Type it into Pinterest, the ingredients, and it'll, there's, there's websites that you can type in the ingredients and it'll give you a recipe. So if you're struggling and you've only got a few bits and pieces in the cupboard, you can type in your ingredients and it'll throw out a recipe for you. Why don't you cook this? Right, okay, so I've got a list of things that we can do here to be creative. So we've got write a song. So I've just spoken about kind of using our voice to be creative. So speaking and writing songs and things like that. Even if we're not planning on singing it, doesn't mean you can't write a song. Get a bit of a tune in your head, write it down. So, yeah, so many people love baking. So, actually, I was thinking about my grandma and the cakes that she used to make. So, my grandma used to bake wedding cakes and she used to make all the icing flowers out of the, um, I can't think what it's, out of sugar paste. And I used to go to the lessons and learn how to make them with her. And we used to decorate everything. And it does, it's so relaxing, just spending that time kind of using your energy to do something creative. So the next thing on my list is create a paper aeroplane. Now that might just sound daft, but sometimes 
if we're feeling really rubbish, we just need to do something that little bit playful and that little bit daft. Why not create a paper aeroplane? You wouldn't have had a second thought. If, if that thought would have entered your mind as a child, you just made it and you just started playing with it. Whereas because we're adults, it's like, I can't do that. What's a bit daft? Why not? Make a pair of paper airplane and throw it at your other half. You'll both be laughing in two seconds and it'll boost your mood. It's just something daft. Throw it at the cat. Don't be careful, don't injure the cats, please. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that on my podcast, should I? So um writing stories. So it might be something that you used to do at school and you've never thought about it before, but there's nothing saying that we can't do these things ourselves now. There's nothing from stopping us. A lot of us actually use photography these days as a way of being creative so so many of us have our phones in our hands that we just constantly take pictures my phone's constantly shouting at me because there's too many pictures on it and there's it's like no your memory's going to crash because you get and that's just because i like being creative in that way scrapbooking that's another good way of doing it dancing's being creative Put that song on that makes you feel happy and have a dance around and a move around. You can dance around when you're sat in your chair. I've done a session this morning with um, some families from St. Helens and we had, and every time one of them mentioned something that made me think of a song, I was sat here dancing around. I felt great after it. I couldn't speak for two hours. I've had to add a strepsil before I've come on this session tonight, but I felt great because I was dancing around and I was moving. So there's another one on here and it says build a website. Now that might be quite difficult if you don't know how to build a website, but I would take that as kind of being creative online. There's there's loads of apps that you can get. There's thousands of them, free ones that you can get. And like, so I use Canva quite a lot to make all my social media posts. And it's quite simple to use when you download it. And there is a free version. And you can use that just to get creative and just to have a bit of fun and do vision boards. I've got a, I've got a fantastic vision board on there. I've got a car on there. I've never wanted a car in my life. I started doing a vision board. I was like adding a car and a house. And I was like, oh, I can add all sorts to this. And, and I started to get creative and I started to kind of think about what I wanted in my life. Another way of being creative rearrange our homes move the house around do something a bit different when was the last time you had that bit of a rejig when was the last time you kind of moved we did the table in the kitchen not long ago and it does it just makes everything it's like just a, a bit of a freshen up a bit getting a bit creative simple simple things making videos on our phones there's so many things we can do with our phones they're amazing learning how to knit and crochet now, I learned how to knit and crochet when I, well, my nan taught me when I was about seven or eight how to knit. And my granny, my great grandma taught me how to crochet. Uh, yeah, when I was a little bit older and I, I didn't do it for ages. And do you know how I kind of relearned, taught myself? Just on YouTube, just simple YouTube videos and going to Woolly Wellbeing. So there's Sally from I Can Craft who does the work we work with at Momo's and she's fantastic. I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be knitting something and I never finish anything. I don't know why I whispered that because everybody knows I never finish anything, but I just use it because I like relaxing. 
And it's also a great way of keeping everyone from talking to you. So if, if you've got pestering kids coming up to you every two minutes and you're sat there knitting and you have to say five, six, seven, eight, and you start counting and they go away and they ask, they ask somebody else because they're like, oh, mum's counting. I'll go and ask someone else. Oh, it's fantastic. It's an ace tool. And I'm like, don't know what this is going to be, but it's got 7,000 stitches in it. <laughs> it's about kind of enjoying yourself and allowing yourself to have that bit of playfulness because sometimes as adults we don't allow ourselves to play and have fun and you know what having fun and relaxing and enjoying ourselves what do we want in our lives we want to be happy and if we're doing things like that we're happy we're laughing we're enjoying ourselves so I'm not saying constantly play games constantly do this that and the other it's just having a bit of creativity in our lives can make a massive difference so the next thing on the list is do a wood project so i know we've got quite a lot i think i think we're all ladies in here as far as i can see i can't see everybody's pictures on the screens but have any of you ladies ever thought about doing a woodwork project hmm? it's not something that women tend to go for but you know what i have I've done wood wood whittling with a stick and things like that. And it and it just relaxing. It's just about spending that time being creativity. So Mari made a wooden clock at school. Oh yeah, you just reminded me. I, I made something out of wood at school as well. But it is and it's why can't we do these things now? We can. We've done it before, so we can do we'll, we'll probably be a lot better at it now with all our experience than what we had at school. So it's it's just allowing ourselves to have fun and do something that actually lifts our mood. So it's got it's got daft things on this list. I did read some of them. Um, recycle old items, that's a good one. So if you've got bits and pieces around your house and you're thinking, oh, that looks a little... Give it a revamp. There's thousands of videos on YouTube, thousands on teaching us how to do all these different bits and pieces. There's so much out there that it's like, it's unbelievable. Right, I'm going to leave the podcast there so that we can have a chat in the session. And if you want to come and join us on the session, just let us know. Thanks for listening to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. Find us on Facebook at Positive Life Workshops. Come and join our Facebook group, Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, or the Ladies Wellbeing Group. Our anxiety course will be live soon. If you're looking to improve your confidence, if you're interested in any healing, card readings, having problems with anxiety, or your own confidence, feel free to give me a message. Thanks for listening. We'll be here again next Thursday. Goodbye.